As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery, and I'm being joined right now by my beautiful fiance, Tatiana, who most of you already know. We've done other videos together here on Project Life Mastery. Today we wanted to do a video to share with you guys more about Tatiana's journey and story to now making $222,000 a month with her e-commerce brand, Lux Curves. Uh, that's combined with Amazon and Shopify. And last month, to give you guys an idea, she did over $392,000 in sales. So I thought it'd be great to have Tatiana share with you guys more about her story how she first got started with this business, all the way up to where she is today, some of the struggles, some of the challenges, some of the adversity that I think a lot of you guys can relate to if you're brand new and wanting to build your online business, but more specifically, starting on Amazon and with Shopify. Now, Tatiana and I have done a few other videos together, one of which that went viral a few years back, sharing how she was making $40,000 a month on Amazon. I'm gonna to link to that video and some others as well because we've gone a little bit more in depth into our story with some of those other videos that you might wanna check out. But uh, we thought this update can share with you guys and inspire you guys to build your business and take advantage of the opportunities today. So Tatiana, babe, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, I look back at that video once in a while and I just feel like, oh my gosh, I was such a baby. I was so young and that was just, I was just starting on Amazon and I feel like so much has happened since then, and I feel like I've grown so much, and the business has obviously grown as well. 
Yeah, and that vid video that we did was, the title was it, that she makes 40,000 a month at 23 years old. Yeah. Now she's 26 years old. And just going from, you know, just 40K a month was incredible at that time. But seeing the, the growth and the progress that you've had in your business has been so inspirational to watch and observe, especially how hard you work and what you put into building your brand and your business to where it is today. So for some of you watching this, you might just want to get started to make your first 10,000 or maybe you want to ramp up and scale to the next level. And I think what you'll learn from this video hopefully is be inspired to see what's possible that there's many opportunities available, but if you commit to it and you work hard and you learn and follow some of the advice that Tatiana will share with you guys, that it can radically transform your life in so many ways. So we, we thought we'd kind of start things off with a screen share to actually have Tatiana share with you her online business. We'll take this computer here and um, Tatiana is gonna log into her Shopify and Amazon and show you some of her stats um, I know there's some people that are always skeptical and suspicious of things like this. And so we want to be transparent. And Tatiana is going to show you a level of transparency that no one else on YouTube is going to show you guys. Many people that teach and share building an Amazon business, they never share what their business is and what product they're selling and the stats of it and the level of transparency with that. And you know, I know for you, by sharing that, you do have people that copy you and knock off your website. But do you want to share... A little bit more about that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess it's, it's, it is unique to share these things. I know a lot of people kind of have that scare, scarcity mindset around. I don't want to tell anyone else what Amazon product I'm selling because that's going to create more competition for me. And I get that because in some ways that is true. You know, when I do share my product, I have my own YouTube channel. I talk about my product and I share transparently. My subscribers who um, get, you know, inspired by that, that some of them have gone and actually copied my website, copied my products, copied my social pages, literally copied my business. And so in some ways I could say, well, I shouldn't share this stuff with anyone because I should keep it for myself so that I can keep on succeeding. But I strongly believe in having an abundance mentality. And I strongly believe that there are more than enough opportunities for everyone. There's more than enough to go around and everyone has the opportunity to be successful. I also believe um, that you have to create your own success. And the people who have copied me, you know, unfortunately, they haven't been successful. And that's because they're just copying me. Yeah. And I think it's important to learn how to model people. You know, if you are just getting started, find someone else who's successful and model what they've done because they can, they can share with you what works, what doesn't work, and that can help you achieve success faster. But that's very different than copying someone. Mm -hmm. And so I strongly believe that if you're going to go and build a brand, you need to create a unique and authentic voice for your brand. And that's how you'll be successful. And that's what works for my brand. And nobody can copy that. You know, there's only one Lux Curves and, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So I'm not worried about that, but I hope that by being transparent with you guys, um, this helps you to realize how this is a real business because there's so much, you know, to be frank, garbage on YouTube and a lot of people who are just selling a dream and selling a lifestyle. And people are not dumb. You see through that. You can tell who's being authentic and who's not being authentic. And so I hope that by sharing the stats with you, that it shows you that this is real, that people, not everyone wants to share it on YouTube for the obvious reasons, as I mentioned, but people are doing this and they are earning financial freedom through their online businesses. And so I'm one of those people. and I just want to inspire you to, to be able to just at least know that this opportunity is out there for you. Amazing. So we're going to answer a lot of those questions and share with you what's involved 
in building a business, the, the roadblocks, the, the adversity, the challenges, I think a lot of you can relate. Tatiana, you'll see and hear soon enough, didn't have money and any experience doing this. And we want to address a lot of that for you because I think a lot of you might be in that same position. So before we do, how about you log in and we'll share with you guys a little bit about our business and have Tatiana just kind of set the context for everything else she's going to share so you can understand at least what her business is and some of the results of it. So this is the Shopify dashboard. As you can see here, we're on the analytics. And last month, so we're calculating the sales from April 1st to 30th, and they are 343,000. Um, let me refresh this because people will always ask. It's not real until it's refreshed. So there we go. And as you can see, um, it's up 120% since just the month prior. So each month has been a record month for my business. The sales continue to grow, and I'm really grateful for that. It's really exciting to see. Um, we have a returning customer rate of about 26.35%, which is great. And then we'll go over to um, Amazon. So Amazon last month, uh, 39,000. And again, that's from April 1st to April 30th. And, um, and do you want to explain to people why you sell on Shopify, not just on Amazon? Because I know a lot of people, mm -hmm. they wonder that and they're wondering, should I start with Shopify or Amazon? And then even just kind of explaining your, um, you know, on average, you do about 222,000. This is a record month. So obviously this is a very high month. But that's the average, and then just even sharing what your profit margins are. Yeah, the average um, for this entire year was 222000 so that's the average. Um, but yeah, so I started the business on Amazon, and that's why I recommend anyone who does not have an existing brand start. If you have an existing brand, by all means, go and sell on your website because you have an audience that you can sell to. If you don't have an audience, you don't have an existing brand, Amazon is your, is your best friend because when you sell on Amazon, you now get exposure to potentially hundreds of thousands or millions of Amazon's customers, and that is priceless. That's something that you just don't get if you're selling on Shopify. Shopify allows you to build your own website, but once you have a website, you now have to get discovered. So you have to do external marketing, you have to do PPC, you've got to do a lot of things to get people to your website versus on Amazon. Amazon is a search engine. Just like when you go to Google and you type in on Google the things that you want to learn or whatever it is that you type on Google, things will show up. Websites will show up, blog posts will show up, whatever it is that you ask for will show up. Same thing on Amazon. When you type in a product that you want to buy, different sellers listings will show up. And so that's why it, there's so much potential for you as someone who's just getting started because if you have a great listing and you optimize it with keywords, um, then you could show up when someone types something. Um, and then also Amazon has different pages, whereas when you first start selling on Amazon, you might be on page 15. And if you're anything like myself, as a customer, I only buy products on page one or two of Amazon. I don't waste time going all the way through to page 15. But you get to use Amazon's pay-per-click advertising. So you have the ability to now pay Amazon to advertise on their platform, and if you are you know, the highest bidder, then you can put your listing on page one 
of Amazon. So even though you're brand new, you don't have reviews, you don't have sales, you could still be featured on page one of the Amazon search results and that provides so many opportunities, so many potential sales. So it's just so much easier to start on Amazon, especially yeah. since it's growing so much. But eventually the goal is to start selling on your own website because as we know, you know, you don't own Amazon, anything could happen. And you want to kind of have more control over your brand, over your marketing. You want to be able to keep it, stay in contact with your customers versus on Amazon, it's their Amazon's customers. So you're limited with how much you can contact them and how you can contact them. And on Shopify, you just have much more control over everything and it's a, it's a different experience. So um, definitely starting on Amazon, but eventually you want to think about, you know, kind of selling on your own website. And, and just to be clear, with Amazon, this is just Amazon.com in the United States. I know you also sell in Canada mm -hmm. and Australia. And um, with the Shopify, it's more international, you know, primarily the U.S., but all over the world. Yeah. It's a, a little bit simpler for, the, for mm -hmm. expanding in that way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I also have, um, I opened up kind of a, a store in um, Europe just because I had inventory stored there. So... Um, the 392000 that I made last month was a combination of my Amazon.com store, my European store, my um, uh, Shopify store, Amazon.ca. So it was a combination of all of my revenue. Got it. And do you want to share with people just profit margins? Because um, people always, you know, these are sales figures and it's not all profit. So you just want to clarify yeah. that? I would say that with e-commerce in general, we're looking to have a profit margin of at least 25%. In my business, I have net profits of 61% for my products, and those are really good and really high. And you know, the reason being is because I'm not spending money on paid advertising. So I spend, you know, close to nothing on paid advertising, and um, that helps me to just have higher profit margins. And the way I'm able to do that is because I'm taking advantage of social media. Social media is free. Anyone can sign up, anyone can post on social media, and if you get creative enough and you put enough effort into it, you can really build a great following, um, and then that just helps you because then your customers come from your social media. So the majority of my customers are coming from watching a video on YouTube, or they're coming from seeing a before and after picture on Instagram, and so I'm attracting a lot of customers that way. And at this point with my business, there's a lot of word of mouth marketing. In the beginning, of course, not so much because I was just getting started, but now people really love the products. I have raving fans and we have a Facebook group. I built a Facebook group as a support group. This was just something that I wanted to add as value for my customers, something to differentiate myself from my competitors. And it's grown to over 20,000 women. And so it's a very active Facebook group. And they just love to talk about my products. And they market my products for me. Whenever there's someone new in the group, they tell them to buy a Lux Curves product. It's really cool. So, yeah, that's how I did it. There's so much to talk about. So though. how about you show us now just your website, your product, just so that people can check it out. Sure. So this is my website. Um, so as you can see here, it's just a simple website. I just, um, I bought a, a theme on Shopify when I was first starting. I just customized it myself, but I, I hired someone on Upwork.com who can make changes for me at this point. Um, so yeah, that's me. And 
These are just my products, and then we have like a sizing guide. And one thing that you do an amazing job of is you, you show a lot of different people, a lot of influencers and just regular people using her product. And a lot of these pictures, people, her customers, she has raving fan customers that I know they send you their products, they, or they send you before and after pictures. They, they love the brand, they talk about it so much, and that, that helps with the social media and everything else that you do. But you know, people are marketing the product for you, which makes it yeah. so powerful. Yeah, so these are all like, these here, these are different influencers that are repping the product. Um, and then we also have like really great before and after transformations um, because we do like little challenges every couple months. Um, and then people see amazing results from that. And so, yeah. Awesome. Do you want to just explain what the product is? Um, yeah, so I sell uh, waist trainers. Um, waist trainers, they're, they're nothing new. This has been around since the 17th century, the Victorian era, when women would used to wrap their stomachs and wear corsets. And a waist trainer is like a very mild version of corset. A corset's really strong, and it actually has the potential to, you know, break a rib and actually cause damage. But a waist trainer does not have that strength, so it can't hurt your body. It doesn't shift your organs like a lot of people think it does. Um, it's actually the way I discovered this product was because um, I was looking to lose my kind of lower belly fat, and my mom had asked me, "Hey, why don't you wrap your stomach with cloth?" Because she would do that when she was pregnant and she swore by it and then I kind of looked it up and I saw that Jessica Alba did that and like a few other celebrities and I discovered waist trainers and so that's how I originally came across it um, so it's not like a, a, a new product it's just that um, what I've done with the products I've customized it over time and I've made it so that it's really effective it really does work and it's just really comfortable and unique to my brand awesome and you want to and this is oh wow it looks very distorted but anyways that's um, the Amazon listing um, as you can see here the we have some items on sale right now but some are $69.99 some are $39.99 we just have some items that are just kind of um, uh, overstock so when I have too much stock I'll put it on I'll do a little sale and yeah so there's nothing special honestly I haven't worked on my Amazon listing in years it's really outdated but it's because i'm kind of trying to drive more people to my website got it awesome so that's lux curves that's the the in the, the behind the scenes i guess of her shopify and amazon just to give you guys an idea of that but how about now we transition to talking a little bit about your story and how this all started for you so how did this all start for you i know you started selling on amazon and were first exposed to all of this when you're about 20 years old now you're 26. I know it was not an overnight success. It took a lot of years and hard work and everything to get to where you are today. But you mind just sharing with people the story, how you got into this, and some of the challenges you had to get to where you're at today? Sure, yeah. Wow, it's been a long journey, and you've been there to witness all of yeah. it. Um, it's been a huge learning curve. And so, um, oh, where do I start? I mean, I guess my intro to online business was first publishing Kindle books because that's something that you were doing, and so I wanted to learn how to make money online. But then I actually came across selling products on Amazon through a course that you had um, you had uh, talked about. I, yeah, I had, a, I had a friend that created this course who's a mastermind of, of mine. It was called Amazing Selling Machine. And I was already selling books on Amazon, but wanted to transition to physical products because mm -hmm. there's way more potential. It's a bigger marketplace with that. And uh, we both decided to do that course. Yeah. And 
You might even sharing kind of before that, like you didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, you didn't okay. know anything about go like making money online. I know we've already talked about this in other videos, but just yeah. kind of, I know there's a lot of people that are watching this. They're like, first time you've maybe ever heard of selling anything online or building an Amazon business. So I think a lot of people can relate yeah. to that. Yeah, okay, so before that I was um, in university um, and I was also working part-time at a restaurant and um, I had no plans of building an online business. I didn't even know it existed. So I was that person who did not know anything about the online world. Um, and I had plans to work in the government and yada yada. That was my, my plan and my vision for my life. Then when I met you, I saw you had an online business and I thought, okay, that's cool, but that's him, that's not me. I wasn't really interested in building an online business. But then I started to witness the freedom that you had and how he could just pick up and travel whenever he wanted and have that mobility and flexibility. And myself, being in school and working a job, I was very limited with my time. And even just hanging out with him, we could only see each other on the weekends because I was working and busy the rest of the week, and so were you with your business. But um, on the weekends, I remember I would come rushing downtown to see you and I'd be exhausted because I'd be so tired from all of the work. But um, yeah, so I saw the freedom it provided for you, and then I also felt like, well, if we're gonna get into a relationship, and you know, we wanna travel and have these experiences together, I felt like I would hold him back because he has the ability to travel wherever he wants, whenever he wants, and I can only get a two-week vacation every year. And so it wouldn't really work out. So I was inspired to build an online business, and so that's how I initially got into publishing Kindle books, so Stefan has a Kindle course, and I went through his course, and I learned how to publish books online. And so that got me a taste of doing online work. So it, it kind of got my feet wet with the Amazon FBA, because publishing Kindle books is similar to Amazon FBA in a way, because you're still using the Amazon platform, and the way that you market your books has some similarities. And so I did that for a little bit, and I published, I think, like five different books. And then I just kind of got bored of it, and I, we came across the opportunity of creating physical products on Amazon. And that, the thought of creating my own physical product was so exciting for me. Just like I even think about it now. It felt more real, I guess, than yeah. just publishing books. Yeah, it wasn't just like something digital. It was real. Like I got excited to be able, I'm very artistic. So for me, I was like, oh, what could I create? And the packaging and the branding and all of that got me so juiced up and so excited that um, I was like, okay, let's do this. And so we each went through the course and um, we were living separately. So he was going through it on his own time. Yeah, and I was building a totally different business than hers. So I was selling supplements on Amazon was my first product. And you decided to, we, we didn't want to partner up. We just decided to do, do, do our own independent businesses. Yeah. And then um, I would be further along in the course than him. And so then it became like a little bit of a competition of who would, you know, complete the course first and launch their first product. And so it was fun. And um, so uh, my first product, because I was in, in university and you know, I was a waitress. I didn't have that much money to get started. So I had to kind of work with what I had. And so my very first product was a cognac sponge, which is a natural, uh, which is a natural sponge. And it's just like a face sponge to kind of wash your face and detoxify your face. And um, I picked that product because it was within my price range. It was 20 cents a unit. 
And so my initial inventory investment was around like $300. So it really was um, what I could afford at that time. And that was fine because I really wasn't, I honestly didn't know what the potential was with Amazon FBA. I was just like, okay, like I'm just, let's just try it and see what happens. And I didn't really have anything to lose. I didn't invest that much into it. And, um, and so I launched that product. I found manufacturers. I went through the course. Like, thank God for the course. I just went through it step by step. And I just trusted the process. And I just did all of the homework I was told. I did everything that ev they told me to do in the course, every little detail I did. And I followed it. And I found my suppliers. I placed my first order. Like, all of that was new for me, just the fact that I have to communicate with people overseas. And how do I communicate with them? And, I remember trying to appear more professional than I am and like creating my, my domain name and all of these different things. Yeah. And, and by the way, she started just with an iPad, okay? She didn't even have a computer or anything yeah. like that. You'd use her, maybe your mom's once in a while, but... Because, so because I was not in the online space, I didn't have a need for a computer. So I had my iPhone 4 and my mom had an iPad. And um, so before I started this business, I never owned a computer, I, I didn't need one. And so, um, so yeah, I just started um, kind of looking for suppliers on my mom's iPad. I remember I used to fall asleep as I was browsing my phone for suppliers on Alibaba. Like I was really obsessed with this business. I really went all in and, um, and then eventually, and, and by um, the way, you are going to need a computer. So just, yeah. I mean, I know you started it's with that, but eventually you got yeah, one. And it, yeah, eventually. <laughs> but just saying, though. And the game the, is different these days. It is, like, yeah. people are always asking me, how did you start with $300? Well, that was six mm -hmm. years ago, you know? <laughs> but um, eventually I did get a computer. I bought Stefan's old computer, and that worked for me for many years. And, um, and yeah, so, so I got my first order, um, launched my product on Amazon. And I recall that at the time that I was launching the product on Amazon, was that when we were at SellerCon? I think that was the, when you got your first sale was at SellerCon, which is, SellerCon's a big event that is put on by amazing selling machines. So they're the people that create the course that we went through. They, they have a huge community. They put on these big seminars, 2,000 people there and whatnot. So we went to that event mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and so at that event, we were in the hotel room, and I remember I got my first sale on Amazon, and I was just excited, and we were celebrating, and it was so, um, it was an amazing experience, because I was like, wow, someone somewhere in the yeah. world bought my product, and guess what? I didn't have to trade my time for money. That was the first time I've really felt like I didn't have to trade my time for money because yes, I invested time in the beginning, but I've now set my business up. I set up the listing. I you know ordered the inventory, and now I can start um, having you know people placing their orders from all over the world at any time, and it's really cool. So, yeah. So that was uh, that was the first product. Do you want to share the product. second and and then how you found the third one? Yeah. So 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 I knew that I needed to invest more money into this business. I saw the potential at that point. I was making like a couple thousand dollars in revenue, I think, maybe up to 5,000 on a really good month with that first product. But I was constantly reinvesting that revenue back into the business. And I knew I needed that to you know, pay for the inventory and to just kind of scale the business. Um, and I never thought about paying myself at that time. I was like fine with working my job and still going to university. 
Um, but then eventually I just kind of realized that this product does not have that much potential. You know, it's selling for $10 a unit on Amazon. And at that time, I remember I was so frustrated because there was like a pricing battle. Myself and all the other sellers, there was a price war. And then everyone would just sell for a dollar less, a dollar less, a dollar less. And then you no longer competitive selling at $10. You got to sell it for $8 and I wasn't making any profit. So I just scratched that product. I sold out of the inventory. And then I discovered my second product, which was a 3D fiber mascara. And this product I actually decided on because at the time there was a brand called Unique. And I'm sure all of my ladies watching this know what that brand is because it was so popular at that time. Everyone was wearing Unique mascara and um, it was really expensive. And so I thought, hey, I know how to like source products from China. I could find a very similar product at half the price and sell it for less on Amazon and I'm sure it would do well since everyone's buying this product. So to be honest, I didn't really do a lot of market research and that's something you guys should always do. That's my warning. Um, but I was like excited about it and so I did the same process. Follow, it's, you know, you learn this process once of private labeling a product and then you just do it again and you do it again and you do it again. It becomes easier and easier and easier each time. So I did it again, and then I, um, this time, you know, I put, I, I started a different brand for that product. I called the product Wow Lash because at this time I was working at a bank, a credit union, and I was wearing, because I got samples from my supplier, I was wearing the mascara every day I went to work. And I swear, like, every day, the people who would come up to my till would be like, wow, your lashes are so long. And I was like, wow, that's a great name for my brand. So I called it Wow Lash. And it was probably one of my favorite logos today. Yeah. I love that logo. But one, one lesson learned was that we eventually learned that was a trademark, right? And then you're, was that the one that no, was? No, no, that wasn't the one. Okay. I'll tell you which one it was. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> with, so with this product, um, so with this product, so yeah, I, I, I received the product. I started selling on Amazon and actually started to do really, really well. And I was really excited about it because it was a product that I would wear. And so I started to post pictures of myself wearing the product. I started to do some Instagram and some social media. And it was like a really fun process. But one day I gave the product to my best friend, Victoria. And Victoria has the most sensitive eyes I've ever seen anyone have. And her eye went bloodshot red and I got really scared. And so I thought, oh my gosh, what if this happens to a customer from Amazon? What are the risks here? I learned about liability risks. I learned about liability insurance. I didn't have any. And I just kind of figured, you know what? I just don't want to get my hands dirty with anything that, you know, because it was manufactured in China, you know, it's just not a good idea. Yeah, and that's for the reason, like I've sold supplements, certain products that are applicable topical products on your skin or that you ingest, you actually want to source them from the country. So probably in the United States, just because there's more regulations with it. And I know you had Definitely. some issues at one point importing it, yeah. I think, or that was another product that was yeah, that was the one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, I learned later on that if there's any kind of topical product, ingestible product, you want to source that in the country of which you're going to sell in. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so I... You just of, learn as you go, you right? You see the you theme of being an entrepreneur. You don't need to know everything before you start. You take action, but as you're taking action, you learn throughout the process and yeah. you learn what you need to know when you need to know it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, guys, I, I say this. I feel like 
because I was so young, I had this naive way of going about things. And it actually worked to my advantage. I just did it. You know, I didn't worry about everything that everyone else does. When I do coaching for people these days, everyone wants to know about what are the tax liabilities? How do I do this? How do that? They want to know, they want to paint the entire picture and know everything before they get started. But the challenge with that is that there's so much and you're never going to know everything. And that prevents anyone from ever getting started. I was the opposite. I was young. I was like, cool. I like this. Let's do it. And I just did. And I just took action. And yes, I made mistakes and some of them were costly mistakes, but when you make a mistake once, especially when it costs you money, you don't make it again. And even if you know all of the, you know, you paint the picture ahead of time, you're still gonna make mistakes. There's no way you can avoid mistakes. So for me, it was just, it worked to my advantage because I just did things. I got shit done, you know? I like took a lot of action and I didn't have to know all the answers before doing it. I just did what I was taught and yeah. just went with just it. Put one step in front of the next, in front of the next. You didn't need to know the whole staircase. Yeah. You just needed to know what's the next step. Yeah. And then you just learn that next step in the course and then you do it. And I, I'm, as a teacher and someone that creates courses myself, I don't have an Amazon course, um, but um, you know, I've taught a lot of people. A lot of, often when people know the whole steps and process, they get analysis paralysis, they get overwhelmed and they don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to know everything because a lot of things are so advanced and so far out there at a different stage where you need to know it. But what you just gotta do is just get momentum. And as you get momentum going, it just yeah. gets easier than I, you learn as I'm go. glad that I didn't know everything before I got started because if I knew everything that would be required of me, to build this business to where it is today, I would have never gotten started. I would have said, oh my God, that is like so much. I don't know how to do any of that. That's overwhelming. And so that overwhelm leads to paralysis. And so I think it was just better to just do it one step at a time, learning as I go. And you know, we're gonna talk about later some of the challenges, but one of the, the hard, biggest challenges is just learning everything for the first time. Not having a computer and learning how to do marketing, learning how to, like there's just a million things that you gotta learn and you've got to be willing and open to learning those things um, in order to see success with this business. Yeah, and just to add to that, the learning never stops. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you need to know, again, everything to start, but you're, like every day we're learning. Every day Tatiana's learning new things about every part of her business, and that's just the ongoing process of being an entrepreneur. It's exciting. It's fun. We get excited to learn mm-hmm. new things, but... Um, there are, you know, definitely things that you'll learn as you go through this journey. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so um, to wrap up, you know, the mascara, I decided, okay, I want to move on to another product. And so I sold out of that. And, um, and then I actually decided to kind of take a little bit of a breather from selling on Amazon. I just kind of need a little bit of space. And I was actually a huge blessing because through that space, I was able to kind of get my creative juices flowing again and I said okay what is a product that I would buy on Amazon as a customer what's something that I would buy and to be honest I wasn't a big shopper I wasn't a big shopper on Amazon at that time now I love shopping I've got Amazon Prime I'm like always shopping on Amazon but I wasn't at that time but there was one thing that I was buying quite a bit and so I looked at my shopping cart and it was waist trainers and I kept on repurchasing them because they kept on falling apart and they were low quality so immediately I had the idea of of, okay well if I'm buying this product maybe other people are buying this product and if I'm having these problems with this product maybe other people are too and so I started to see reviews and do more market research 
and I learned more about waist trainers and eventually said, you know what, I want to sell this product. And to be honest, it was not an ideal product to sell on Amazon um, because of the complexities of a product. It's in the clothing category, which is not something I would recommend for you guys um, because clothing has so many different sizes, um, style differences. Everyone likes a different type of clothing. Um, if someone returns a clothing item to Amazon, you can't resell it because it's considered used. So it wasn't like the ideal. It's not an easy product. Yeah, and I remember even you telling me yeah. like, don't do this product, <laughs> sure. this is a bad idea. And I was like persistent and naive once again. And uh -huh. I was like, no, I want to do this. I'm passionate about this. I'm excited. And so I did the same process again, followed the course, went and found a supplier overseas in China, negotiated some terms, and got that product up on Amazon. And when I first started with this product, it was just uh, one color. Yeah, one color, hot pink. I was like, oh, yeah, I love hot pink. And so I thought if I had a hot pink waist trainer on Amazon, the other sellers, they're all selling black, so I'll stand out. And um, I had like only a few different sizes. And so since then, I've expanded that product line to having uh, like 600 SKUs, I think, 600 different SKUs around that, and so many different colors and sizes and style variations. And it's grown a lot, um, which, increases the complexities of the business as right. well. But yeah. Talk about that. And you know, I think there's a really important lesson here that I want to make sure you guys caught. Um, Tatiana's first product wasn't this product that has had all the success. Her first product, and I know many of you that are just in the beginning stage right now, you just need to get a product up there. Her first product, yes, it got her some sales, but it served her for that beginning initial stage in starting her business. She picked a product that was within her budget, a product that was a simple product, a small product, a product that would allow her to gain a lot of experience. And from that now position of experience and confidence and having gotten some success, that helped her see there's another opportunity of a better product and she was able to pursue that and it was a lot easier now this time because of the confidence and the experience she'd already gained with the first product. And then selling the second product, she did better with that product, had more success, gained more experience from that, but it's all because of the experience that she gained that allowed her to find the product and the business that she has today. So I think a lot of people, they don't take action because they're looking for the perfect product. The perfect product does not exist. You gotta, you know, often when you go through a course, even like Amazing Selling Machine, the waist trainer would not fit within their criteria. But when you get a course, they give you a criteria because they want you to, to have early success. And ha when you have early success, you get confident, you feel good about yourself. And yes, there's many other products you could sell that are outside of the criteria, but you only want to pursue those once you have more experience. They're a little bit more advanced products, a little bit more costly, a little bit higher risk. There's more variables to that. And so that's a really important lesson because I think a lot of people are looking for the million dollar product. Mm -hmm. Like you just got to get in the game and gain experience. And just one metaphor I like that I think is useful here that we talked about is, you, you know, we talked about you don't need to know everything to, mm -hmm. to, to start and to do everything in a business. You learn as you go. I always look at it. There's kind of two different types of people. Okay. It's almost like you're shooting a gun and you're trying to hit a target. That target is your goal. How much money you want to make. A lot of people, they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait until they can aim perfectly before they pull the trigger because they want to hit the bullseye. What are the chances of you ever hitting the bullseye if you've never shot a gun before? 
very slim, slim to none. You're not going to do it, especially when that bullseye, that target of what you're trying to hit, if it's 10,000 a month, 100,000 a month, and a big number, that's going to be a very far away bullseye. So a lot of people, they never start because they want to hit, they're, they're a perfectionist. They want it to be perfect that when they pull the trigger, it's a perfect, perfect product and it leads to all the success. Tatiana, on the other hand, and what I believe is you don't need to hit the bullseye the first time. Okay, you just got to fire the gun and when you first fire it, yeah, it might be way off over there. But you course correct and then you aim a little bit better next time. You fire and you get closer to the bullseye and you fire again you get closer and closer and closer and then eventually you, you make better decisions and you have success and you hit the bullseye. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to be shooting. You got to be, you know, you got to be taking action and you, you modify your, your approach. You change your approach. You look to see where, where you're at. And you just get better and better as you go. And that's the philosophy that I think a lot of people need to have, especially if you're the one, if you're that kind of person that just doesn't start anything and doesn't take action and has a lot of fear uh, to do so. I think just understanding you're going to learn as you, as you go through this journey. Neither of us ever went to business school. There's many things that people that went to business school that we just not know about business. But to be honest, we don't really need to know everything about business. We don't need to know everything you need to know and learn in business school. We just need to know what we need to know at this stage of our business, and that's it. And we can learn that through courses and mentors and, and you know, a variety of other means like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess my question that I have for you is, you know, you, you started this, you never sold anything before online, didn't have any experience with this, and you were a student and you know, working as a waitress. So I know a lot of people out there, time is a big challenge. Mm-hmm. Just mind sharing with people just how did you manage your time and even just the finances to do this because you know, it's expensive to go to school and you're also um, you know, not making that much as a waitress. But Yeah, uh, so two different questions there. Uh, let's start with the time. Um, I'm a very committed person. I've always, if you ask my mom, like, how would you define Tatiana? She would say something like persistent. She's yeah, you set your mind to something and you just do it. Yeah. Whether it's like getting a dog or getting an outfit, like you'll just get it. You'll yeah. find a way. Yeah, I, I like to say I, I get what I want because I always find a way to, to achieve it or to earn it. Um, so when I decided that I was going to start this business, I committed myself to it. And I said, I'm going to make this happen no matter what. It wasn't that I wanted you know, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to start a business. You know, I was committed to it. And I think there's a big difference. A lot of people want things. We all want to have a fit body. We all want to be successful. We all want to, you know, have a great relationship. But there's a difference between wanting that and being committed. Because if you're committed, you're going to do, you're going to make it happen no matter what. You're going to do whatever you have to do to make it work. And so for myself, when I committed to building my Amazon business, I was so committed that I realized that yes, I have limited time because I'm going to school, I've got a job, and I'm trying to start this relationship, you know, and, and make that work as well, seeing you on the weekends and having quality time together. So I have to fit this into my schedule. And so I just, I just did not leave room for anything else. There was no wasting time on social media. I honestly didn't even hang out with my friends. I really, was really like isolated. It was my business, my work, my school, and Stefan. <laughs> and so I was just kind of like all in for that. So that's how I made that happen. I had made sacrifices with social life. I didn't go, you know, at 19 years or at 20 years old, a lot of girls are, you know, having fun and partying and doing things like that. I never did any of that. I was so focused on building this business. 
And then in terms of finances, um, you know, I've been working, my first job I had at, I think, like 12 years old, and I've been working ever since. And so I've always been really good at understanding the value of a dollar and how hard it is to earn a dollar, and, all, and that helps me to save money. And so I've always learned how to save money. And so um, I've been, I've always had a, a bucket of savings. And at the time I started this business, um, I was going to university and I was, you know, paying for the university myself. I didn't have, I had a student loan, but I was paying off that student loan every month. And um, I was working my job, so I had some savings, but I didn't want to invest all my savings into this business because I don't think anyone should. You know, if you're going to be starting a business, you're not going to invest your rainy day savings into this business. You need to have extra money aside for that because, you know, it just doesn't make sense. You have to be smart about your, your finances. And so I decided that I was going to invest like three to $500 in the business. I forget what number it was. And so then I just, you know, I saved the money and I committed that to it. And then I just reinvested everything. Yeah, and, and you kept her job for a long time. You yeah. know, you, she continued keeping her job just to reinvest back in the business because yeah. her job, a job is useful, help you support yourself, but also yeah. invest more back into the business yeah, as well. It, it was really hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was really hard to bootstrap the business because there was definitely times where I felt like, wow, I could really use some extra money right now. I was doing everything my, myself. So a lot of times... You know, people ask, well, how do you start with little money? you got to get resourceful and do things yourself. I was the graphics designer. I was the person posting on social media. I was the video editor. I was the, you know, the, um, like, I did everything for the business. And so that's why I had to learn so much. And so that required a lot of my time. But because at that time I didn't have the money to invest into it, I didn't have the option. It was either I commit my time or I figure out a way to, get more money to put into this business. Yeah. And um, I also was very adamant about not taking out a loan to build this business. I wanted to just invest what I could and then just reinvest from there. I didn't want to build this business on debt. And um, I also didn't like, um, yeah, I didn't want to, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And so in hindsight, I think it was really good to start the business on my own, but once I started to see traction and I started to see success with the business, I think I, I think I got too much in my ego where it was like, no, I don't accept any outside funding. I don't want your help. I don't want a credit card's help. You know, I don't want any help. I want to do this on my own. But that limited me because if I did, say, take out maybe a loan or have some extra financing, like I learned later on that a lot of e-commerce businesses do that because as your business grows, you have to place larger inventory orders. But a lot of times you have cash tied up in accounts receivable for three weeks. So it makes it harder to place those larger inventory orders, leading you to being out of stock, which was constantly my challenge. I was always out of stock. It's a good problem to have, but it wouldn't have been a problem had I not just said, okay, let me just take out a loan or borrow some money. You know, like I was just... Yeah. a little bit too yeah. egotistical yeah. about that. And you know, one, one, one thing I get to attest to just watching and observing you is just how hard you've worked. Um, you guys will never know how hard Tatiana's worked in building her business, but that's one of the most impressive things that I've seen from you is you're so incredibly resourceful that you just find a way to figure things out. You know, you don't even come to me for anything. You just want to figure it out. You, 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 you are resourceful, like you'll get your brother, like, hey, I need you to like, use model. your Photoshop <laughs> skills or be a model or get your friend and you know, you know, get out your phone and take pictures of the product. But you just, you're, you're, whatever is presented in front of you, you never get intimidated by it. You just 
find a way to do it and figure it out and solve it and You'll work from morning till night. Like even like today, she works a lot. She's a bit of a workaholic. I think we both are. We enjoy it, but there's times where you know you're working like pretty late. You don't need to anymore. But I think you just get so absorbed in what you're doing. You love it. You're passionate about it. You you just can't stand when something's not done or not complete. And uh, you you know you're able. You have this incredible capacity to take on a lot and to do a lot. And I've never seen you lazy. Or procrastinate. I just see you just like, like I struggle and have struggled with procrastination and things like that. But you just do it, and that's one thing that's just so amazing to watch with you. And it, you know, no one would ever see the behind the scenes of what it takes to build a business like this. But you know, how you've been able to figure things out and solve these challenges has just blown me away. Definitely harder worker than myself. Um, I've had times where I've worked really, really hard, but today I don't work nearly as hard as, as you've done and, and what you've done to build your business. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's you know that's the truth of the matter is that when people sometimes see these numbers and yeah. then they see me and they're just like, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. <laughs> but it's like, honestly, guys, this is going to no. be blood, sweat, and tears. Um, it's, gonna, it's been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I've had to, you know, I thought that um, by building this business, I would just like, you know, live that four hour work week. And I could, but you don't even realize what you're getting yourself into as an right. entrepreneur. Right. Because now I'm just like, oh, there's so much I can do, so much I can create, so much possibility. It's like an addiction in a way. Yeah, it does. But um, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. There's nothing that, like, yes, you want to learn how to work smart, but you got to work hard at working smart. And one thing that's amazing about your business is how many virtual assistants do you have? Yeah, so my business, I have six virtual assistants. So I have three women in the Philippines doing customer support and one customer support manager in the Philippines and two people working on my social media from the Philippines. So my business is ran by myself and six virtual assistants. Yeah, and, and you know, really you should hire more people. We both yeah, know that and everything. But yeah. the interesting thing about this, and, and you know, this is maybe more a little bit higher level. If you're just getting started, these are diff there's different levels, obviously, to business. You get to a certain point where, like Tatiana, she has so many customers now that you need to hire people and scale it. But you might be watching this and you have no interest in that. Maybe you just want to build a simple business. Maybe for you it's like 10,000 a month, 20,000, 30, 40,000. Maybe that's enough for you. But the interesting thing that can happen though and it, for you is like things just keep growing. Growing, growing, growing. There's a snowball effect. And even though that's great, yeah. there are challenges when a, a business that grows. Yeah. And there are certain things that I've, you know, like you've, you've not known how to hire someone. You don't know how to deal with the taxes and the inventory management. And, um, you know, all of that. And I think for you, you've done so much, like probably more than like too many products. And, and you know, mm -hmm. it's not a simple yeah, business. It's so, a bit complex, again, but yeah, you learn as you go. You learn as you go. Yeah, I've, I've ordered way too much inventory. You know, I went from yeah. being out of stock all the time to having hundreds of thousands of dollars in excessive inventory, like dead stock. You know, that's a problem. But you yeah. learn as you go. And these mistakes can be fixed. And... Yeah, it's, it's just, it's a journey. And um, yeah, like, like Stefan said, you know, over the last number of months, my business has grown, continues to grow each month as a record month. And that's awesome, but that comes with more responsibilities. You know, more customers, more orders. We have 
so many customer support emails. That's one of our biggest challenges right now. You know, with only three people doing support emails, we're getting hundreds of emails each day, and like we're not able to respond to people within a time frame that you know, from my standards. I want people to get a response in 24 hours and that's just not happening. So there's a lot that comes with growing your business. And when I signed up initially to sell on Amazon, my goal was just to make five grand a month, replace the income. I mean, that's way more than I was making as a server, but to, to basically be financially free, I thought I could do that with five grand a month. And then I just like, you just, you see opportunity and the business grows and it becomes its own beast in some ways. And I never, ever imagined like having a business of this size and being the one who's yeah. running it. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really important, you know, to really know what you want to get out of your yeah. business. Do you want to have a lifestyle business? Do you want to grow and scale to a big business? You got to kind of know that. What do you want from your business? And your vision can change, of course. You know, I know for you, you know, you've, you know, we plan things way out in advance and, you know, we're starting a family soon and your lifestyle is going to change a lot. You know, right now when you're young, you know, you made the decision that you're going to work more and harder so that later in your life you don't have to work and you can just be a mom if you want or you could have the passive income or you could have a simpler life. You know, that's, that's the beauty, I think, of an online business is you get clear on what lifestyle you want to live and then your online business is something that supports that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And sure, at times it can get crazy. You know, maybe, maybe you might want to sell your business. A lot of people do that. You can build it, you can sell it. Great thing about e-commerce businesses, there's so many buyers for it. They're, like People love to buy e-commerce businesses because e-commerce is really hot right now. So there's a big market and like a lot of people, they go through like amazing sell machine. They build a business to 100,000 or a million. They sell it. They go through the process again. Build it, yeah. sell it. And that right in and of itself and is a business model. That's the definition of a true entrepreneur. Yeah. A true entrepreneur is not attached to the business. They're like, okay, you know, we built it up. We can sell it. Let's move on to the next. Not even thinking about it. And so I feel like... Yeah, that's that's the journey that I'm on. And like Stefan said, like when I, you know, my goal with, you know, working as hard as I have in the last few years is because I've always had this vision of, you know, when we start a family that I don't have to, you know, worry about the finances. You know, I've, I've already, you know, set myself up for success in that area and I can just enjoy myself and relax a bit more. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, journey. Yeah. So I, I guess my next question is, how has your life changed as a result of this? You know, it's changed in, in so many amazing ways, but there's also been some challenges, but just share with people, like, what's it like to have a business like this? And, you know, we're here living in Panama in this incredible 5,000 square foot apartments and, you know, you've traveled the world, all of that, but just mind sharing with people just a bit of the reality, yeah. I, I guess, of what it's like and how your life has changed as a result. Yeah, um, I would say that, I mean, the biggest difference is just having this level of comfort. I just, I, I feel like it was yesterday where, you know, my mom and I would be shopping at the grocery store and we couldn't buy the strawberries because they were too expensive or we would only buy the things that were on sale. Or I remember when, you know, I was at Costco, my dad has $600 to pay for his medication and he couldn't afford that, so he has to pay for half of his medications, causing him to be ill. Like these small things, these, these you know, life costs money. We live in a world where money has significant impact. And um, there, it's just the simple things that you can do and you can afford. I'm not, 
Like for me, it's not about having a boat and like, a, you know, a nice cars and all these flashy things. It's about being comfortable and being able to take care of myself and my family and then even to contribute beyond myself and like do these amazing trips that we've done in Ethiopia and, uh, you know, help contribute beyond that. So it's just, it's been really nice to be comfortable and to not always be, you know, price checking things. And, um, you know, I still definitely have some, because it's happened so fast for me, like I went from being a broke college student to like, you know, a multi <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> multi-millionaire, you can say it. In like an, a few years, that's a huge mindset shift because all of a sudden it's yeah. like you see Your numbers. mind hasn't caught up to the reality yes, of it. So you're like still trying, trying to save money deals. and things like that. Yeah. yeah, and that's probably why I don't have enough employees in my business <laughs> and like why, you know? So... But yeah, it's been it's been life changing just to have that comfort and have this freedom. It's not just the money, it's the freedom. So I can say, you know, if I wake up today and I say, hey, I don't want to work, then I don't have to work. In fact, that's what I did today. I said, hey, it's Wednesday. I don't want to work today. And I mean, Stefan's like, hey, do you want to do a video? But that's <laughs> fine. So it's, it's really nice to just be able to kind of live life on your terms. If I want to go and enjoy and go sea doing outside of this, in this beautiful ocean today, I can go and do that. And to have the finances to be able to create beautiful experiences for yourself and your family, your friends, but also to just live life on your terms and not be put into this box um, living on this hamster wheel that really does not allow you to grow and express your full potential. Yeah, and I, I'd say another big shift is there's no limits in, our, in your, your thinking. Like, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever you want in life, you can create. Like, you know, if you want to have a Ferrari, you can have a Ferrari. And even if you'd like, it's not responsible enough to buy it now, like, I, I, can, I can create that if I want to. If I want to have multiple homes, like the, your, your reality for your life is very different than what it was before because I think when you just have a job and you make a certain amount of money, there's a limit to that. You, you kind of have a, you're, you're in this world of limited thinking like, and possibilities. Yeah, so now you've broken through a barrier where like anything is possible yeah. for your life. And, and I'd say like another thing too is just, you know, like you take care of the house and everything that we live in, but you're like, Let's hire a chef. Let's hire a let's hire a housekeeper. Like, and, and you don't have to, you know, do those things. You don't have to cook. I mean, if you, if you want to, you can. But you just even have the choice of that yeah. to be able to leverage other people and buy your time back. And that's allowed yeah. you, I think, to focus more on other areas of your life too. Yeah. Um, you know, your, you know, all the hobbies that you're into and things that you would never have been totally, able to if you're just working as a student and, and at a job. Imagine how important that would be for moms, right? Yeah. To be able to like. I know my mom, she was always such a hard worker. She was, she owned her own business. She was an immigrant. She moved from uh, Brazil to Canada and she set up her own business as an esthetician working from home and she would work, work, work. And then after work, she would come and she would cook and she would clean. And she didn't really get the opportunity to spend as much quality time with the kids because she had all these responsibilities. And so it always, like she taught me what hard work looks like. And she taught me that, you know, you got to, Get, get, make sure you make money in life because that's going to be really valuable for you. But um, to be able to now outsource those things, like I was hesitant at first to hire a chef and hire a cleaner, but that's freed up so much of my time, which I know I can put to better use doing some other things. Yeah, and I think you know a business is something that you work up front in. You sacrifice a lot. You do that up front, 
but it gives you the benefit long-term to have freedom and time and for you to be a great mom and spend time with the kids and not have to worry about money, your retirement, all of that is set up versus if you're always trading your time for money, you're always working hard, but there's no really light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel is when you get your pension when you're 65 and retire versus this, like you've created this in a few years that now your 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s can be whatever you want it to be. If you want to retire, you can. If you want to just be a full-time mom, you can. If you want to travel the world, you can. If you want to build a huge business, you can. Like it provides more options for you versus always kind of living month to month. Well, I also say just on the belief system, that was um, some of you watching right now, you might be seeing you know, $392,000 in a month in revenue and thinking like, how is that possible? Like what? And because I was thinking that when I first started, I remember I went to that SellerCon event from the Amazing Selling Machine, and I remember some of the speakers on stage, they were making $500,000 in revenue per month. And I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. I thought, are they lying? Is this legitimate? How come nobody's talking about this? Like, why don't I hear about this in my normal day-to-day life? And it's because you just, it's a very, it's tight-knit community. Not a lot of people have online businesses. But I can tell you now, being in this place, that it's real and it can happen a lot sooner than you expect. And I, yeah, I just never thought that that would happen. And it's crazy how, you know, if I could make that happen, you guys can too. And that's like the whole idea of this video is just to share with you that, you know, if I was able to create that kind of success, you guys can too, because there's nothing necessarily to my advantage. Yes, I'm born in North America, and that is a huge blessing. And yes, I've learned from so many amazing people. Um, but at the end of the day, like the resources and the tools, if you have access to the internet, you have the all the advantages. You know, you can access all of the training that you need, all of the tools, all of the education. You can read amazing books like I did. There's so much, so many resources yeah. that can help you along this journey, and you can create the success that you want. Yeah, and you know, everyone's journey is going to be different. Might be longer for you, might be faster for you. Everyone has a different journey, and I think. You know, you've been able to change and grow so much in a matter of years, but even if it took double the amount of time to get to where you are, that's still, you know, less than a decade of your life that your life has changed in so many incredible ways. So, you know, often like month to month, things don't change much in your life. It looks very slow month to month, but, you know, it's been more just the last two, three years where things really have ramped up and scaled up in huge ways beyond what you can imagine. Because an online business, once you get that momentum, there's like a snowball effect yeah. where like your sales can, can double in months. It can, yeah. it can go up to exponential levels. I mean, you could get to a million dollars a month in sales. That's a possibility now, and it just yeah. keeps growing. And that's because the hardest part is building the foundation, right? Yeah. Like we talked about in the beginning, you're learning everything. You're setting everything up for the first time. That takes a while. That takes time. That takes learning. And so that's the hardest part. But once you've set that up, now you have a system um, that you know can yeah, generate yeah. sales and can make money while you sleep, and that can grow and grow and grow. And um, really, for me, it's it's been in the last two years that my business has um, kind of skyrocketed. So yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I want to just ask maybe one or one more question before we wrap up. I know we've been talking for a while, a while, and thank you guys so much for still being here and listening to us. And by the way, if you're enjoying this, please give this video a thumbs up here on YouTube. Uh, You can subscribe here for more videos on Project Life Mastery. We mentioned some resources, and I'm going to link to those in the description of this video. Um, One of them is the Amazing Selling Machine, the course that we referenced 
If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash ASM, link in description, you can learn more about that and a few other things if you guys are interested as well. We'll link to Tatiana's channel for you guys. I guess you just, you know, what would, where would you recommend people start? Like what advice would you give to someone, a beginner watching this video, maybe they're inspired, maybe this is the first time they've ever learned about a possibility like this in their life. Where would you, what advice would you give to someone like that if they're first getting started in a business like this? and uh, to help it so that they can change their life and create the life they want. Yeah, well, I mean, I started by learning from a course. I took a course and I just followed it step by step as I shared with you guys. And honestly, in hindsight, I don't know how I would have done it without the training. Because I didn't have any business experience, because I was never even a customer on Amazon, because I didn't know, I didn't even own a computer, like there's just so much for me to learn that I don't know if I would have figured it out on my own. I probably wasn't smart enough to figure out on my own, but I was smart enough to humble myself to know that I don't know everything and that someone else has already paved the path for me and that's where the course comes in. And so I'm just extremely grateful that we came across the best course out there, which is the Amazing Selling Machine. It's still to this day like the number one course for Amazon six, no, eight years later. They've been around for eight years now, which is amazing to, to have a course for eight years and to have such a high, yeah. hold such a high reputation is very and hard. They're just always you. making it better. They redo the course every time they launch it, so everything is brand new. Yeah. And what works today, and even what works today is different than back yeah. before. And the strategies, in many ways, like it's easier, but it's also harder. You know, it's like a little bit, it's more competitive, but Amazon has grown so much bigger in many ways, yeah. but there's also more tools yeah. and strategies available. Yeah, but it's, it's just a different strategy of yeah. what works today it's, a bit. Yeah, it's different. What worked then is not going to work now. And so you just have to adapt and modify your approach. But the course is updated and it contains that information. So mm. Matt and Jason, they're the co-founders of that course. And honestly, I owe them so much to them because like without their course and training, I wouldn't have the success that I have with my business. And so I would definitely recommend investing in a course. You have to do your own due diligence. You have to um, do your own research to determine if it's something that uh, works for you. But I think that investing in a course, investing in your education is the best way to go about it. Um, at this point now, I've done a lot of coaching for people who are selling on Amazon, starting to sell on Amazon. And a lot of people who come to me, they watched YouTube videos and they got inspired and they said, you know what, I can do this on my own, I can figure it out. What's in a course that I can't find on Google and YouTube? And so they go about doing it on their own and then they make mistakes and some of those are costly mistakes, but most importantly, they're losing a lot of time. And then they go and eventually buy a course. And so I recommend just from the beginning getting a course. Yes, you can do it on your own, and I've even interviewed a guy on my channel who's done it on his own, but it's a very small percentage of people who are gonna be successful trying to figure it all out on themselves. It just, for me, everything in my life now, whenever I'm learning something for the first time, I get a course, or I read a book, or I'm just trying to learn from people who are already successful. I'm not here to be the trailblazer. I'm not here to try and be the pioneer. I wanna learn from people and model people who have the success I want. Yeah, and that's a great point. I think the reality is even with a course, it's challenging, okay? A, a course yeah, does not guarantee success. It's not like you do a course and you guarantee success. Um, you know, there's still gonna be challenges with it, but you know, like you wanna make this as easy and increase your pro probability and chances of success as much as possible. And a course 
is that shortened learning curve that if someone spent a decade learning something, you can compress that. And so you don't have to go through a decade of trial and error and make all those mistakes. You can do that. You know, There's people that have done that, obviously. But that's a very small minority of people and that most people are going to give up by that point and be frustrated, discouraged, and even have so much fear and uncertainty in doing this without the proper guidance of this. So, you know, and I, one thing I also want to acknowledge too and just mention is that it wasn't just like amazing selling machine. You continue learning. You continue growing. Going to their seminars. We've been to their event now four or five times. Um, you know, other courses and trainings and seminars and books. It, it's just, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you don't just do one course and have success. It's just a constant over the years, learning and growing. It's a lifestyle being an entrepreneur. It's just a way of being in your life and it's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's, well, it's, you have to have the desire to learn and yeah. grow. And for Stefan and I, I think one of the reasons we're both successful is because we both, we value um, growth uh, at a high level, you know, if you if Tony Robbins talks about the six hum, human needs for us, growth is a priority. And so yeah. for us, we're constantly reading books. I'm constantly listening to audiobooks and podcasts and doing like I, I'm taking a number of different courses. I'm always trying to learn and grow, and that helps me grow personally. But it translates to my business without a doubt. Yeah, awesome. So listen, I know you guys have more questions for Tatiana and maybe myself too. And we'll maybe do some more videos like this if you guys are interested and leave a comment below. And uh, we can do another video following, following up, answering your questions, maybe a live stream or something like that. Um, but listen, we want to thank you guys for your time here today. There's so much more to share. I know there's more questions. Hopefully we covered a lot for you guys that are just getting started or inspired or maybe at a certain level already wanting to scale it and ramp it up to another level. Um, if you guys want to learn more about Tatiana, Tatiana James is her YouTube channel, and you can find her on Instagram as well. I'm going to link below for you guys there. Her channel, she goes more in-depth into e-commerce and selling on Amazon and Shopify, so she shares a lot of her wisdom and experience there for you guys. Um, if you want more of an introductory training, some resources I put together, including some with Tatiana, I'll link that below for you guys. It's free. You can go to www.projectlifemastery.com FBA. And I'll even include the links to Amazing Selling Machine and a variety of other trainings and resources that can help you guys. Just to save you guys time with your research, I've already done hours and hours of research and can compress that for you guys and give you guys the most valuable resources that I've come across. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon in another video. God bless you. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.